0: How we get there? Come on, let's go. It's Dave, Dave and Haynes' Magical Movie Hour. Hour! Indeed, Haynes and Dave's. Haynes and Dave's indeed. You're listening to Dragon Radio. This is Dave and Haynes' Magical Movie Hour. What's up guys? You guys are listening to Hayne and Dave's Magical Movie Hour, the one and only movie talk show here on KMSC Dragon Radio, top of the hits here. Dave, how's your Friday going?
1: I you know, it's 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 an average Friday so far, you know, nothing too special, but you know, we'll see. And yes, we are the number one movie talk show in both the ratings and in your hearts.
0: Yes. All right, Dave, um we got a big show here. Oh yeah. So,
1: oh, your levels will kind of peak, and you might want to lower them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, going I, into red. Yep. Yeah,
0: okay, there we go. Yep, yeah, that's better. Very standard. You don't want
1: to uh, burst the listener's eardrums and like make them bleed. Yeah, that's
0: a good point. I hate it when I'm listening to like a podcast and there's always that one guy that's like super loud and then that's you
1: right now. The other
0: guy that's like <laughs> super quiet, and I'm like oh, yeah. turn it up to listen to the other person, and then the loud guy just starts talking. I'm like, oh, my ears. <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like I was going to tell you something, but can't think of it right now, so we're going to get happens. right to the news. This is David and Magical Movie Hour with the Fuse. All right, Dave, what do we got up here?
1: Okay, so I guess we're starting off, uh, leading up. Uh, I suppose we should give an update on
0: our show next week for our radio drama. Oh, yeah, that's right, guys. We'll be doing a War of the Worlds type of a radio drama here on Dave and Haynes. It might be a special extended episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to talk to the uh, radio station. I'm and, sure they'll approve, though. Yeah, um, but uh, depend on how long that goes, it might be an extended show because we want to also come on and talk for a little bit before we get to it, but... Mm-hmm. It's exciting. We're about to record it this weekend, so I'm excited.
1: Yeah, and um, so if you guys don't know, this is based off a uh, a film script I wrote last year, and I we filmed actually a a few scenes before. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of getting tired of saying this before COVID happened. <laughs> yeah, I've said that so many times. It's so tiring.
0: Yeah, we didn't really have a too good of a start there. It no. was like four or five scenes maybe and what? COVID hit and then i think
1: we filmed a decent amount but okay it wasn't a whole lot
0: i mean it's not my movie i was just yeah i wasn't on every scene so to me it was like four or five but okay yeah it, we had a good at least a good start and, mm-hmm. um covid hit and now this is what happened
1: yeah so I'll, i guess i'll let you guys in a little on the process so right now what i've been doing the past number of days i've been converting the screenplay into kind of radio drama format which is basically like so narration lines with the original uh, lines that the actors would have said in the scenes so it's like um, during one scene specifically it's like if an, an, uh, another character is talking to another one it's like uh, um, the narration will help provide like it'll help provide like a uh, explanation on the actions like if somebody walks across the room that'll be covered just a give an example i guess i'm talking a little bit too long here so
0: no nah, that's okay dude Cuz i know last week here and now we're building some hype for this dave um yeah but it should be a good show guys definitely tune in um it's gonna be a lot of fun we got all the bros go- coming in together to make this happen so it's a lot of work but it's all for the listeners
1: yeah so light up the fireplace uh Sit back in your recliner, grab mm. a bowl of popcorn and just enjoy.
0: And your favorite drink, whatever that may be.
1: So what would you drink if you had to listen to a radio drama?
0: If I had to listen to a radio drama. Yeah. Um I don't know, right now with the snow, I'd say hot cocoa.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, that'd be a solid choice for that, but
1: what would you pick, Dave? I don't know, probably iced tea. That's Ice my go to. Yep.
0: Um Sounds good, but <laughs> I've never really had iced tea, so... Well, I should try. It's pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, we're getting off topic a little here bit, with I- a little. iced tea, bro. Um, so what do we got left for the news here? Okay,
1: we have a number of headlines that I researched up. So one of the more interesting things that I saw was that Tom Holland revealed a photo of himself in character, which is on social media, so he'll be playing Nathan Drake in the uncharted film adapt- adaptation of the popular video game franchise okay. i don't know if you've heard of the video game series uncharted
0: um i've heard of them but i have never played them because i'm an xbox guy Same. and and they're only on playstation i believe Yeah, it's so. too bad
1: but they're basically like indiana jones uh oh, that sounds fun storylines with but they're set in like modern times i believe okay I just want to say this uh, quickly. I think Tom Holland's the wrong choice to be Nathan Drink. I mean, this guy's supposed to be like an adventurer Indiana Jones type. I can't see Yeah, I can't Holland see Tom Holland
0: as that. I see Tom Holland as Spider-Man and Spider-Man only now. I couldn't see him as anything else. Well, yeah. he's he's
1: just too young to play the, the character.
0: Yeah, and that too, because when I think of Indiana Jones or like some sort of like archaeology, explore, yeah. adventure thing. I think of an old man. Like well, not necessarily old. Most... 40s, 50s, Tom yeah. Holland is not... Okay, that's not that old. But... 30s through 50s. Yeah, like but that. Tom Holland is not fitting that bill, no. so...
1: And just his uh, charisma and personality don't match that either. It, it, this is just stunt casting. Yeah. They're just, okay, um, he's been another popular We just throw him in here.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's what they're kind of doing. They're like hey, he's popular, everyone likes him, let's just throw him in there and get some more ratings and not really thinking about who would actually be a perfect fit for this role.
1: Yeah, it's just disappointing.
0: That is sad. Yep, there we go. The sad hype for this. Alright, that's enough <laughs> of that. Um, David, you got anything else for this topic?
1: Uh, for the topic, or do you want me to move on?
0: You can move on if you want, unless you have anything else for this Tom Holland. Okay, just he's, one more last
1: question: Who would you cast as Nathan Drake?
0: Um, duh, Harrison Ford, bro. But he's too old, <laughs> though. Um, well, it's a video game.
1: Just kidding. <laughs> I I think I would go with uh Kurt Russell's son Wyatt Russell. He have you ever seen um Overlord? That one movie that came out a couple of years ago.
0: Overlord, I have not.
1: It's basically like a crazier World War Two movie with zombies
0: okay and
1: um, white russell plays one of the uh he plays one of the uh um s- soldiers okay and if he has for those of you who don't know white russell is the son of uh the legendary kurt russell Mhm. so i think he would fit that character much much better than tom holland uh mr mr strike mr strike i gotta go fund the golden idol can you help me with that You know, it's like um, if Tom Holland played Nathan Drake, it'd just be uh, no no skills. He'd just be helped out with his technology that uh, Tony Stark would have left him in his will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at his picture here because I just Googled it. um, Definitely a more better fit for this role. I think so, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Other than that, uh, I guess I'll watch it since it's got potential.
0: Yeah, I... I'd give it a watch. Nothing against it.
1: Okay, I guess we'll move on here. Um, I got more Fast and Furious news for you. Oh, no. Justin w- Lynn will direct the last two movies, which will there's be... There's two more? Well, there's going to be nine, ten, and eleven now.
0: Dude, I thought they were done with this series, like, at eight or whatever.
1: Yeah, me too, but it, you know what? Uh, they're just going to keep making them, I guess.
0: That's that's not fun. That's that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> sad hype for that news too because oh boy like they should have ended that series a long time ago bro they
1: should have yeah like with...
0: now it's just like spy agent like super cars that have like armor on them it's not what fast and furious started out as
1: it should have just ended at furious 7 yeah that's the perfect way <clears> to <throat> end the whole thing
0: which one was Fate of the Furious? That was,
1: the, that was uh 8.
0: Yeah, that's when I thought they'd be done. At least. But now there's like a couple more movies.
1: Yep. Yeah. I don't know why. And
0: those movies are not super hype anyway, so... No,
1: I, I, none of us like that series. Eh. 10, and 11, at least, at least what we can... Uh, What the good thing about this is that there's an end thing inside. They're not going to go into like... 85 or something yeah so there's a good there's a little good in there
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, it's think, gonna end one day yeah the only person in our group i think that likes them is duke yeah <laughs> but they're not even like super amazing you know i, I would sh- say i
1: would say the ones i enjoy the most is probably the first and fifth one okay. other than that i'm not a huge fan yeah because those were at released like popcorn films that you can like you know it's it's fun you know uh it's they're not too outlandish or anything like that it's, but with some of them it just goes way over the top and like it's there's too much of it now yeah
0: definitely just a cash grab in my opinion here definitely yeah Not there's not like oh we got more story to cover here no nope, it's just cash grab yeah we'll not be watching them when they come out
1: <laughs> yeah me neither <clears throat> okay so uh 80s cult classic film the last starfighter uh apparently will receive a sequel moving forward so have you ever heard of this uh film before
0: i personally have not you want to fill me in
1: well i personally haven't seen it either i've just heard of it like being like a cult classic and it's like uh that it's was loved by a number of people in the 80s so i i guess all that i can take away from this is that uh, there's another sequel coming out from a classic '80s movie, which is kind of common nowadays.
0: Yeah, it seems like they like to dig up the past and yeah. make another sequel to it. Just feel like it's more of a cash grab than anything because they oh, can't really is. think of any other ideas at the moment. No. So I don't think they're like, "Oh, here's some untold story we forgot to explain about, <laughs> like from 30 years ago or whatever." So.
1: And the thing I don't like about all these sequels is that there's so many properties out there that haven't even gotten, like, a proper movie yet. I mean, it's like, why not give that a shot, you know? Why why not, instead of, like, going with all these sequels from, like, movies that came out 30 or 40 years ago.
0: Yeah, honestly, I think I'd rather see, like, a remade version of it, like, up, more updated than a sequel to it because it's just tarnishing the name and making it into something it shouldn't have been, you know?
1: I don't know. Reboots, for me, I I think I don't like it. Sequels, I think, are the less for evil <laughs> than reboots.
0: You, you know, but this well, past week, I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time, mm. and the first, the original one, was super boring and annoying, and then we watched the... 03 remake and i felt it was a lot better than that one but personally i did not enjoy the movies then it was a waste of time and money okay <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't watch them yet. i have no idea how they're like a cult classic or whatever like a classic so it's just kind of weird
1: yeah okay so another thing that i thought was interesting jared little will return as the joker in the snyder cut Okay. At this point, I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Jared Leto. I mean, his his interpretation of that character was very abysmal. Have you seen uh, Suicide Squad?
0: Um, I have not. I actually was working at the movie theater when it came out, and I wanted to see it, mm-hmm. but I I heard it was all right. It wasn't the best.
1: And I I think it was just it was just sloppily edited together.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I've only seen this once. And it was in the theaters, but. There's a number of sequences that were not very well put together.
0: Yeah, I was actually on Instagram the other day and I saw some of my friends on there had put on their stories that they're hyped that he was coming back. And I nah. was, I'm like, I had no idea that was actually supposed to be the Joker. I was like, who is this guy?
1: Yeah, just with Jared Leto, he just had a lot of uh, he had a lot of bad lines in that movie. Yeah. And um uh what we've seen now with Joaquin Phoenix especially it's like I don't nobody really wants to go back to this specific interpretation of the Joker if we've got like a much better one. Okay, th- my, the analogy to this is that imagine if uh you know you got the off-brand in 2016, you know it's like okay, I guess I'll drink that like RC Cola and then in um with the Joker coming out in 2019 you actually get Coca-Cola. Yeah. Okay. So you get to drink that. Now it's like um, the Coke is being switched back with the RC Cola. Okay. So it's like, wh- why are you giving me this off-brand stuff? I want the real thing.
0: Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of a disappointing thing to have them come back when we had such a great movie. Yeah. Um, this last year and now that's gonna come be back. It's kind of like the Coke analogy you just used. Yeah. So. I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they play it out. I guess I'll have to watch Suicide Squad and check out this movie when it comes out to truly get an idea of, I guess, my feelings towards it. But I okay. feel like I'm definitely going to f- feel the same way about it as you. Because yeah. Joker was a great movie and it was good, yeah. Coming back to this probably won't be that fun.
1: <laughs> no. But I am looking forward to the snare cut. I think that's going to be a. Uh, uh, better than uh, the original justice league theatrical
0: oh yeah version (laughs) that one was kind of a bad movie
1: (laughs) i don't i don't think it was bad just mediocre and then you can see that the effects weren't very polished it was was rushed
0: well what made it bad for me was the acting of the person who played the flash the flash yeah just how they were acting and stuff and kind of how yeah like you said the effects like that was cheesy as heck (laughs) and so I did not enjoy that personally (laughs) but I did get the movie for Christmas so yep I have that movie now (laughs) oh cool
1: who gave that to you
0: uh my parents so thanks a lot mom and dad yeah I I mean I I, I'll watch it like it's (laughs) fine but it's just like his acting in there is so bad and
1: um, I wouldn't blame uh Ezra Miller I would just say the direction and the the script from Whedon and Snyder. Yeah, I guess
0: so. I'd say it's like a goodbye effort.
1: I think what they were trying to do was like they were trying to introduce this very young version of the character who didn't really have that much experience and was very nervous whatever. I don't think it was pulled off that well, though.
0: Yeah, I think it definitely could have been perfected a lot differently than it was because it was kind of embarrassing to watch. He was just
1: put there for comic relief, mostly. Yeah. yeah like the awkward humor guy.
0: Yeah, I felt like he was the type of kid that you're on the sitting in class on the first day, and the teacher leaves to go get something, and he's like, well, are we just going to sit here, or are we going to talk, or whatever? It's always that one awkward kid, and um, that is the Flash in the Justice League. What they
1: should have done. Have you ever seen the uh, original Justice League uh, cartoon TV show that ran in the early 2000s? I have not. Okay, the fun thing about that flash was that he was like comic relief but it was done in a very different way where was, like, he was very cocky and confident. Mm-hmm. And that led, that was the style of humor where it's like um, he would think he was like, okay, I'm this, I'm really good. Like, he was like, okay, I'm great at this thing, and then it turns out it's like,
0: oh, well, he's just making a fool of himself. See, I know what you're talking about, because I've seen the Flashpoint Paradox, the animated one. Have you seen that? I have. It's Yeah, and he kind of has that same attitude in there, yeah. so I know what you're talking about, and I enjoyed that way more than I enjoyed the Flash and the Justice League. That's what...
1: That's I think that's the Flash character. He's only... It's like he's got... You know, he's he does a lot of quips. It's like he's very... Arrogant and cocky, you know he thinks he's gonna come out on top.
0: Yeah, and my but my favorite version of the Flash is the CW show, is the Flash. But
1: mm. I don't know Grant Gustin. He doesn't really do justice for me. He's really yeah. He just acts like himself. It seems like
0: oh, I like it. I don't know. I except after like season three or four. Yeah, I was like eh. so I stopped watching the show. I but... stopped
1: watching after season three.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of just getting repetitive now on that show, but um, we're way off topic here. I now. think we're
1: still somewhat on topic. DC, and all that.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that's a good point. We're in topic. Yeah. But like off the main topic. And I
1: think it's really interesting whenever we kind of go off on these yeah discussions. side
0: side discussions.
1: Okay, I guess that we better get, move on to the last piece of news. All right, um, Tim Burton is developing a live action adam's family tv series um most likely it'll wind up on netflix
0: hey that sounds good i haven't actually seen the adam family but i know they made a animated version here they just did. like a year ago not even i think um yeah i saw that the cardboard cutouts at the movie theater when i was making my um, video production project so
1: oh yeah that's that a very interesting video that you did too
0: yep um, but yeah, Adams family. Have you seen it?
1: I've only seen the '90s movies. Okay. Um, See,
0: I haven't seen those. So
1: they're they're all right. I mean, I th- I think the popularity really comes down to the original show from the '60s, I believe. Okay. Um, that's where it all started, and I think that's where the um where everybody knows the Adams family from. You know, the classic, the Adams family. Na 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 na. You know that that theme that that's probably the most that's probably the most recognizable thing about that show.
0: Yeah, um, I have not seen the show, but I honestly, I'd watch, I'd watch the show, I'd check it out, but uh, maybe for a few episodes. I think my mom's seen some of the show too. well sounds like it's from her generation. But, anyways, well.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would say a... I'm. I guess I would look forward to Tim Burton. It would be the right person to produce a, a series like this. Yep,
0: Tim Burton's definitely the guy for that. Mm-hmm. His, it's kind of his style.
1: Yeah, the style matches Adam's family very perfectly. Just the very weird and dark look of his films. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, yeah, so he's de- it's definitely in the right hands.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely... I can predict that this may go good or bad, but... I definitely know that this is in the right hands and Mm -hmm. he can definitely make it good because it's not going to, like, somebody like J.J. Abrams. That definitely does not fit the bill. But Tim Burton, this is his weird creative type of thing. So we'll see how this turns out.
1: All right, so that's all I have for the news. All right,
0: guys. um, We'll be getting into... Uh, song here in a minute so me and dave can take a break here yep. i've decided to do something new for oh, the next got? few weeks um i'm gonna be playing some throwback songs here because i got some messages on instagram that the music was good last week with all the throwbacks we put in there so i'm gonna start playing a few throwbacks so i got day and night Came here. I got an important announcement for you. David Haynes is on Spotify and YouTube. Just search David Haynes Magical Movie Hour. Listen to old episodes, or maybe even rewatch or uh, listen to this one again and enjoy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to David Haynes here on KMSC Dragon Radio. We are the number one movie talk show here on the station
1: in ratings and in your hearts
0: david i love that little statement you added there i have to write that down but for our movie of the week we got silence of the lambs i think
1: we need some hype for this one
0: yes dude all right now that we got the hype out of the way let's get into this Um, so
1: tyler you've you're kind of the more. You're kind of the like bigger fan of this. Um. So why don't you give us a quick synopsis. The synopsis. Yep.
0: So we got my girl, Clar- uh, Clarice. Um, she's training for to be like an FBI agent, and she basically gets assigned a case about the Buffalo Bill Killer. That mm-hmm. he basically kills people and skins them. Weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she's only a temporary agent, so she is get, she gets sent to talk to Hannibal Lecter to get information from him that, that he might be able to help on this case. And so the movie kind of follows her through her temporarily being an agent to becoming an agent or not. You don't know if she dies or not. Can't really spoil this because the ending is really intense, so...
1: I would say um, the best thing about that ending is probably the last scene.
0: Oh, yeah, that... But well, the last scene when she finally gets to the guy.
1: No, no, after that.
0: Oh, you like, oh, yeah, when he walks away.
1: Yeah, uh, do you want? To, do we want to get into spoilers here, or?
0: I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, it's kind of an old movie, though. But, oh, okay. I mean, I just saw it, like, last year. It's one of the two Criterions I own. The other one is Time Bandit. Stay tuned oh, yeah. for that movie of the week, because that's going to get crazy. See here on hands, oh, <laughs> but I, gotta, I still gotta see that one. Yeah, we'll watch it here after Halloween is mm-hmm. over. But, um, you know what? What the heck? Okay, guys, if you haven't seen this and you don't want it spoiled, just let Dave talk for like a minute. Just go on mute here.
1: Okay, so what I really liked about that last scene is that uh, Hannibal escapes, and the last line was if you know, a Hannibal lectures a cannibal. Where like he eats body parts or whatever, so he literally says, "I'm having an old friend for din- for dinner."
0: Oh yeah! And
1: then he starts fo- following the guy.
0: Yeah, that's a good scene. That crane's out.
1: Oh yeah, that's just such a great thing. Yeah, that's... he's got he's got the fake wig on. He's got the hat.
0: If you guys remember from a few shows ago, when I had my tonsils out, that was one of the quotes in the quote game.
1: I'll be having an old friend for dinner. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: yep. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, I love that. I love that shot. I forgot about that one, even though I just watched it. I was thinking you were talking about the, the Buffalo Bill when he turns the lights off in the basement, and he's like, "Got his night vision on." Oh, that's a good scene. You can't see. Yeah, that's intense, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, jeez, I definitely would not want to be in that situation at all. No. You know, but she's just doing her job. She's serving and protecting.
1: And um, I I think... um, Well, obviously, the best part of this movie is Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter.
0: Yeah, he's definitely a perfect fit for the role. Like, I wouldn't picture anyone else for that. Oh,
1: no. Uh, Well, the thing that I find chilling about his interpretation of the character is how normal and casual he seems like like he is.
0: He always just looks like he's Jay chilling. Yeah. Have you seen any of the... Like, what are the the sequels. other ones yeah like the sequels to this like, i
1: actually just got hannibal on dvd not too okay. so long ago i still have to watch that but that's with julianne moore as color uh clarice sterling instead of uh jodie foster
0: yeah i haven't i actually have been interested to watch that, you are or but are you're not i am interested but okay i've i've heard like it's not super good but i've heard
1: it's pretty decent okay or decent i don't know
0: i've heard things around so i'm like i'm a little nervous to watch it because i love i love the first one like i bought yeah. it on criterion instead of just getting the the regular blu-ray but whatever <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a watch for the, sure just let me know when you watch it
1: sure the most interesting thing about that movie is that ridley scott directed directed the second the uh the second one hannibal okay where it's like with this first one, I I can't remember who worked on this. Uh, you you just thought right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I. Yes. Yeah, was it
1: um, Barry Levinson? Was it? I don't know.
0: Okay, uh, search it up here quick.
1: Yeah. Or because I know, uh, Sounds of Lambs was this guy's uh, most well-known film that he directed. Okay, uh Jonathan Demme. Oh,
0: you got to at first.
1: I just googled it.
0: Yep. Oh yeah, he
1: also worked on a uh, Philadelphia. Uh so uh two home runs in a row for this guy.
0: Yeah, definitely. I haven't seen that one, but oh, I'm intrigued to see it. So
1: Yeah, so um yeah, definitely uh what I liked about it is uh, kind of the the tense atmosphere that this film brings.
0: Yeah, and how it's disturbing but yeah. not in like a effed up kind of way <laughs> <laughs> radio yeah. safe here um so it's like the i, I have you seen children in the corn nope
1: no nope.
0: okay well that movie is just the wrong kind of messed up way okay and i don't the, know what happened because it's one. super disturbing and this movie isn't it has a little bit of disturbing things in it but it's not super bad and it uses it the right way so i definitely love this movie and
1: the thing i like about this is that the uh both the cinematography and the direction um on paper it seems like a average detective film you yeah. know or it's like i don't think buffalo bill is that special of a villain or it's yeah, like it's... the focus is definitely on hannibal
0: yeah it's definitely more on hannibal and Buffalo Bill is kind of just like a side there. guy just to yeah. wrap the story up, I feel like. But more of this story I feel like is between Clarice and Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. so
1: I mean the way it's done, it's like uh if uh another director had like did it differently, it would be a very different film. Where it's like this is definitely uh, a horror movie where uh it de- it's definitely Trumps the uh you know, the te- detective mystery yeah. Even though those are elements of this film, but it's like the horror aspect definitely, you know, is y- this is a horror movie? You can you can tell. Yeah, there's definitely. Know, it's, it's kind of. What were we gonna say?
0: I said there's definitely some intense parts and like mm-hmm. some well, maybe like one jump scare, but not really. It's kind of a minor one. So yeah, I would definitely say there's a horror movie. I just learned about genres and. Film appreciation, so <laughs> <laughs> we got our version, so we know she won't die, and then all that fun stuff. But what were you gonna say, David, to finish that up? Uh,
1: I think I, I think I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay. Uh. Well, oh yeah, I think what I was trying trying to make the point is just uh the way that each scene is delivered. Uh, it it's like you. Definitely gives it the vibe of, you know, Halloween horror. Yeah. And it's definitely definitely a, does. Um,
0: Everything's necessary. Mm-hmm. It's
1: definitely a movie you should watch in October.
0: Yep, it's... Honestly, it's probably the go-to October movie for me every year, so... Dukes is like Halloween, though. He loves his good Michael Myers.
1: Halloween, the classic babysitting drama.
0: And I just saw that for the first time yesterday... Okay. I thought, I was kind of let down a little because I thought there'd be more uh, fighting between Laurie and Michael Myers, but it's just the last, like, ten minutes of the movie. And yeah. he, well, spoiler alert, he gets shot and knifed a bunch, and he still, like, gets <laughs> up and runs away, and then there's, like, five other movies of it. I know. It's like, what? How can they keep making more of these?
1: Well, it's popular, so yeah. why not?
0: Anyways, back to Silence of the Lambs here.
1: Yeah, um, I've it's been a while, it's been only over a year since I've seen this, so and I've only seen this once, so I don't really recall uh, very specific details. But you've you know you've seen this more recently, so uh, what would you what would be the uh, you know the highlight scenes that that you would take away from this movie?
0: The highlight scenes, yeah, where it's um, like
1: kind of stands out.
0: You remember <clears throat> the scene with the elevator and the face?
1: I don't think so. This no. is
0: going to be a spoiler alert, but Hannibal escapes his jail cell and then he kills the guard and cuts his face off and then puts on his wears face. it and then he gets up in the ambulance and just like I'm out.
1: Okay, I yeah, think that I... <clears throat> that one is
0: more kind of like the a disturbing kind of highlight yeah. scene because it's just like oh my and you remember it so um, another one I would say is kind of that ending. We're in the basement when she finally gets Buffalo Bill. It's, like, intense and super, like... I remember when me and Duke watched it last year. We were like, oh, my gosh! And we were like, (laughs) no! Yelling in Carter's dorm room. But, um, yeah, it's definitely a great movie. And the makeup and effects still hold up. And they're not kind of like what we talked about, The Exorcist, last week. Where the makeup was really good, but just with CGI, it doesn't really hold up as well. I definitely feel like this movie, the makeup still holds up to what it is, and every scene of the movie was definitely utilized in its own way, and it felt like there was nothing that was unnecessary, you know?
1: Okay, okay.
0: (laughs) A lot of stuff was said.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So... Uh, from what I've heard online, Anthony Hopkins only gets 16 minutes of screen time, apparently.
0: Mm-hmm. I just
1: think it's amazing that um, he was nominated for, like, was it Best Actor or Best Supporting?
0: I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. No, I'll look to... it up. Give me yeah, a second. Yeah, I'll have to Google that, but while he's looking that up... Um, yeah, I definitely recommend this movie. I know they used to have it on Netflix... But I'm not 100% sure on that one. So just if you guys are intrigued in this and you had to mute your mic for these spoilers, I would definitely say it's a must watch before the end of the season here of Halloween. But it's kind of a lamer season we got going on here because everyone's locked away with COVID and (laughs) it's not as fun as it used to be. But hopefully next year we'll be saying we're back.
1: I really hope so.
0: Yeah, I'm so sick of this COVID stuff right now, so...
1: Yeah. So, Silence of the Lambs won five Oscars. I'm, I'm looking at the info now. Uh, Hopkins did win the Be- Best Actor award, which is, which I think is interesting because it seems like he is in, in more of a supporting role. I mean, don't you think the, the presence of Hannibal Lecter is strange in this story, since he's neither the protagonist or antagonist
0: yeah it's kind of an interesting type of a scenario here yeah he's not really like i feel like he's not really like the main character i think he's more of like a supporting but
1: no, he's i think he's definitely a supporting character he's there to help with the investigation
0: yeah and kind of help move the story along but not yeah. is it but isn't the main focus of the movie so
1: which is really strange if you think about it because probably the mass mass majority of people leaving are after they watch their they only remember Hannibal Lecter yeah and his presence on screen and the impacts that he has where it's like um if you look at the story it's like well he's he doesn't really oppose uh Jodie Foster or you, you know he's not really one of the main characters
0: yeah um Just quickly, because I Googled it. It is on Netflix, so if you haven't seen it or you haven't seen it in a while, give it another watch. But yeah, um, personally, after watching it, he is the only character, like, I still... When I think of the movie, I think of him. So it's really weird, because he's not even really, like, the main character. So that's what I find interesting about the whole thing. It's kind of a different movie in that sense.
1: Yeah, and then... uh. So we got two more films with Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. Okay. And I do think they made another one, which was a reboot, but was without Hopkins, which is kind of a sin to do, but I don't know. <laughs> well, um, I guess yeah. that's all we have to say about that. So how about we give our ratings? So what would be your rating for this film and why?
0: Um, I'd say personally it's a... I had it rated as a 4.5 after rewatching it. Definitely like it held up on a rewatch, so I'd say it's a 5. Um I just personally love all the cinematography and the lighting throughout this movie and definitely every scene has a purpose and stuff still holds up to today. Nothing's kind of cheesy looking or anything. So and it's personally a good story and all all of that. So and it is one of the two criterions I chose to buy. So, what would you rate it
1: for me? Uh, from the rating I gave last year, it would probably be a four and a half out of five, <clears throat> just because of the, uh, as I said before, like the the, the uh, story. It's very it's a very interesting story. You know, with uh, um, Jodie Foster trying to catch Buffalo Bill, mm-hmm. and then with uh, Hannibal Lecter being in that supporting role. And really adding that really n- nice dimension to that whole film, which I think really elevates it from a four to a four and a half just okay. because of that yeah um yeah it's very it's, it's shot very well, you know uh there's a lot of scenes that you're on the edge of your seat for, mm-hmm. especially towards that uh climax, yep, so yeah, four and a half out of f- not four and a half um out of five uh great horror film and has some tense moments got great uh thriller it might be in the thriller genre as well
0: yeah i i'd definitely add it as a sub category two of thriller
1: Mm. so there you have it science of the lamps
0: all right guys definitely give that a watch again if you haven't um it's a great movie so but anyways we're gonna (laughs) go to break and i got another throwback here some party rock anthem I've got nothing to do today, I'm so bored and it's Tuesday.
1: You see that every day man, don't you have anything going on in your life? At all?
0: No, what's there to do?
1: Have you heard of Film Loop? What's that? It's a club that meets every Tuesday on ZOOM. We talk about films, discuss different topics, and watch the latest movies.
0: Jay, that sounds like fun, now I can spice my life up a little.
1: Now you are seeing the light at last. Come to Film Loop, everyone. It's a blast. But if you don't show, there will be no mercy.
0: Kane hey here. I got an important announcement for you. David Haynes is on Spotify and YouTube. Just search David Haynes Magical Movie Hour. Listen to old episodes, or maybe even rewatch or uh, listen to this one again. And enjoy.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to David Haynes' Magical Movie Hour on KMSC Dragon Radio, 1500 AM, number one film talk show on KMSC Dragon Radio, in your hearts and in the ratings. So, let's move on to the topic of the week, which will be favorite movie monsters. So,
0: well, and gonna say? killers,
1: and uh, killers, and yeah, we kind of expanded. slashers, all those guys, you know. Yep.
0: Um, so, David, what is your favorite monster killer? Oh,
1: that's a, that's a tough decision because there's so many good ones out there. You know, you got the the classic uh, movie vil- uh Halloween movie villains. You got Dracula. You have got the Wolfman, the Invisible Man, uh, Frankenstein's creature, Bride of Frankenstein, and then you got to, you go to the the slashers, which I'm not a huge fan of that genre, but you know, they're yeah. basically indestructible creatures that have no weaknesses so yeah basically so it's like all right uh there's got to be at least one weakness that the characters can exploit that that's that's i think that's a very severe flaw that those movies have there has to be something to it that you can beat them with instead of like well you got no chance they're just gonna you hit them all the time they you just keep popping back up everybody survives except the main characters always survive
0: yep uh that's kind of how i how halloween went last night when i saw it for the first time yeah um for tony's class actually um he kept getting stabbed and shot <laughs> he just like yeah. get up and so yeah there's and then, nothing too much on that
1: yeah and then we all i think it's also very important to note that michael myers inspired a number of rip like friday the 13th You got you know jason yeah which is basically the same guy but he's got a hockey mask on
0: Yep, basically does the uh, same thing.
1: Who else? You got Freddy Krueger, What Nightmare on Elm Street, I believe.
0: Yeah. That one, doesn't he attack you in your dreams?
1: I don't know. I've never seen that. Yeah, I think, I just...
0: I think Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, that's the one. Because I think we just watched it at Duke's not too long ago.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Mm. Okay.
0: <laughs> What's wrong, Dan? Uh,
1: nothing. Let's just keep going. Okay. Um... So we got those two, Jason and Freddy.
0: Yep. Have you seen the movie Saw? Saw, no. Very interesting. I would highly recommend it. it I mean, at points it was a little cheese, but the storyline was holy smokes, kept you on the edge of your seat. Really? I definitely would recommend. That's probably one of my favorite killers. Uh,
1: what's their what's their name?
0: I honestly couldn't tell you it's unknown. It's huh? just it's unknown, bro. Oh
1: okay. he, just,
0: he kinda has these like mind games type of a thing going and it's very interesting, so
1: Yeah and then uh <clears throat> also it seems like uh these modern uh movie monsters are just based on uh technology instead of uh supernatural yeah um, it's like good example is the Invisible Man. He's not; He doesn't actually turn himself invisible. It's just a, a suit that he wears.
0: Oh, yeah, the new movie.
1: Which I, I personally think is a little disappointing because what I like about those creatures, that, you know, it's like a supernatural thing about them instead of, like, tech high-tech stuff yeah. that's going around.
0: I like that supernatural stuff way more than just, oh, he's got a super suit with cameras yep. in it and it auto-camouflages to the camera's environment, you know.
1: It just makes it more fun and interesting than, like, a very long scientific explanation for everything.
0: Yeah, I I feel like it definitely is a lot more fun to have more of a supernatural feel to things than technology, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite monster... Um, I'm not sure. I haven't really seen a lot of monster movies. Okay. But I feel like... Godzilla is kind of cool.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Godzilla, you got those, you know, big me uh monsters that you know like lumber over the city, you know, throwing airplanes all over the place. Oh, King Stars.
0: Kong. Yep, King Kong. That's another good one. I've I saw that movie a long time ago.
1: I've seen the Peter Jackson version of that. Okay. I don't know it's uh I would say those older movies are more in the horror genre, where the more recent ones with Godzilla and um king kong they're more adventure epic films
0: yeah they're kind of just like check this out <laughs> yeah. and then it, no, action no
1: more action adventure i would yeah. say especially with uh kong skull island
0: oh yeah that one i haven't seen it but the trailers look more actiony and adventure than like a horror film or anything yeah. so yeah
1: i watched it um uh, a few years ago i was kind of disappointed by it actually
0: really what do you think about it
1: from what i remember it's it was more focused on comedy and uh you know the the action and uh with those human characters instead of king kong being the focus of that story okay so from what i remember they had uh tom hiddleston as the main character with brie larson in that supporting role
0: okay sounds interesting i know one of my buddy's watched it and he recommended i see it but i would just stick with the uh, classics yeah i never got to it so i was like whatever
1: um okay so if i had to choose a favorite movie monster it would probably have to be dracula dracula yeah because that's a really uh nice you know uh, horror monster you could say or it's like I, i just think vampires are very interesting too
0: okay yeah i actually have to agree with you that i think vampires are pretty interesting but i haven't seen dracula so i want to see it yeah
1: there's a number of versions there's the uh universal one with bela lugosi which i still need to see and then and i think that's he was only in one or two dracula films but he got typecast for that role okay and so i think that's where the because i think he was either hungarian or bulgarian where it's like you know, he had the classic um, accent, so that's where, you know, everybody thinks that Dracula talks. Talks like this. Yeah. You will be in my power.
0: Um, shout out to when I watched Disney, My Babysitter's a Vampire. I love that show. So that's also why I'd pick vampires as a good yeah. monster and, I guess, monster yeah. killer. I don't yeah. know. Um and
1: what I like about... It seems like what what they do for Dracula, you have you have to have this really strong voice and presence. That's what Christopher Lee had and that's what Bela Lugosi had. Yeah. And uh I still need to see Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Oh yeah. Um I would say if there was ever a contender for my favorite, it would probably have to be the Invisible Man.
0: The Invisible Man.
1: Yeah, he was, he's probably the most dangerous. The new one? No, the old the older one, the thirties okay. version.
0: Just checking. in. The Claud Reigns.
1: Um, did you know that um, Mark Hamill took inspiration from Claude Rains' Invisible Man for his Joker? Really? For his voice, so it's actually kind of interesting that he would take that instead of, like, you know, the previous versions of the Joker.
0: Okay. That's pretty interesting. So...
1: Yeah, I I totally recommend watching the 30s Invisible Man. Because that, that is a great movie.
0: Is there anywhere where I could stream it, or... Do You have a copy, Dave.
1: I wish I had a copy. Um, the way I watched it, I rented it on YouTube for a couple days.
0: Okay, not too bad. Guess I'll have to look into doing that then. Um,
1: yeah. So I'd say those two are my favorite ones. You know, the kind I love the classic, uh, the, the classic monsters as opposed to like the you know slasher ones.
0: Yeah, those ones I feel are a little bit more fun than the slashers because it feels yeah. like there's pop up kill, pop up kill. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah, you know
1: the only thing that defines their characters that they're evil. They kill people. And that's yeah. pretty much it.
0: Yeah, I definitely am more of a monster type of a person yeah. than a killer slasher mm-hmm. movie because they're just kill, 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 and the monsters actually have a little story behind it. And yeah, it's a little bit more substance to it. So definitely. But yeah. With that being said, we're gonna throw it to a song. Oh, we're done. We're, oh. Will... Well, I hate to cut it off unless you got anything else. But we got five minutes left of the show.
1: Okay, I just want to quickly add a couple other yeah, monsters. I think uh, people should check out the Wolf Man, where it's like you know it's a classic werewolf, where it's like you know they they get bitten and then every full moon they transform into the wolf. Yep. And then you have the Mummy, which is like an ancient, an ancient uh pres uh, spirit that was locked away for thousands of years they it's the, it's always like with these mummy films they open they open the tomb and then um this mummy wrapped in bandages is set loose yeah so i think that's also an in- interesting monster so you know that's all i had to say
0: okay yep that's pretty good oh, i wish we could have had a little bit more time to talk though yeah. but here on the show it seems like we always run low on time so yeah it sucks but Maybe it will be David Haynes' magical two hours. No, I'm just kidding. Three hours. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? I'll play a song after this. Let's just talk about what we got going on. Sure. Um, so we'll start with you. I'm, well,
1: I suppose the thing that's that's um I'm focusing on right now is finishing this uh, Blood the Innocent script for the radio drama. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've talked about a couple other film projects before and nothing no progress so far but hopefully things will get moving soon
0: yep um How per- about you? personally um i wanted to make my super a movie but i just had issues with the camera so yeah, I really tried to bad. figure it out unless one of you listeners have a camera <laughs> i can borrow <laughs> but also with the snow it kind of throws my story i have set up off so yeah it, it might have to be a next year thing which is a bummer it's too bad. A spring type of a movie so that sucks but that's all i really got going on so and the,
1: the i just want to add the thing about COVID that really is a bummer that's like um it's really hard to get permission to film inside of buildings and all that stuff because mm-hmm. it's like obviously pe- um to keep people safe you don't want, want too many people yeah coming in you just only the necessary amount yep so just another thing that's really disappointing. Do you want to add on to that or?
0: Um, I was just going to say thanks y'all for listening this week. Definitely oh, okay. don't forget to stop by next week and check out the radio drama. They'll probably be in a slightly extended show. Mm-hmm. Not sure how long yet. We're going to record this weekend and I hope you guys give it a shot because me and Dave have been well mostly Dave right now. <laughs> Has been working hard to make this show happen. And I'll be working hard all this week to make it happen. So yeah, I hope you guys stick around and check that out for next week. And um, just remember, we're the number one in ratings and in your hearts.
1: That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But yeah,
0: thank you guys for listening and have a good rest of your Friday. Yep, enjoy. Hayne here, I got an important announcement for you. David Haynes is on Spotify and YouTube. Just search David Haynes Magical Movie Hour. Listen to old episodes, or maybe even rewatch or listen to this one again and enjoy.
1: Thank you for tuning in to David Haynes Magical Movie Hour. Our new airtime now is from 2:30 to 3:30 every Friday on KMSC Dragon Radio. We're also sponsored by Film Loop, which meets every Tuesday on Zoom. So, with that information, we must part ways, but we will return in one week.
0: Thanks for listening!